Welcome to the Tap Into Safety podcast, where Dr. Suzanne Barn, CEO and co-founder, discusses the latest research, reports and interesting topics to help health and safety, human resource and training professionals in their efforts to keep every worker safe every day. Hi everyone and thank you once again for joining me today. For this podcast I'm going to look at how you can understand the hazards when working with moving plant and moving parts. Plant and machinery are present in most workplaces and working with moving plant or parts creates exposure to the risk of injuries. The hazards associated with moving parts of machinery include the risk of crushing, shearing, entangling, trapping, hitting or abrading, or the uncontrolled release of pressure or energy. To successfully identify these hazards requires knowledge of how kinetic and potential energy and the interface between people and machinery that causes a loss of control of the energy. In this podcast, we summarise the chapter on mechanical plant, and that is in the BOK, Core Body of Knowledge for the Generalist OHS Professional. I'm going to draw on the hierarchy of controls to develop ways to protect people when working with moving plant, and then I'll conclude with some implications for health and safety practitioners. So what is meant by moving plant? Well, the Australian Model Work Health and Safety Act describes moving plant as any machinery, equipment, appliance, container, implement and tool. However, the chapter on mechanical plant expands the definition to include plant that processes material by way of a mechanical action that either cuts, drills, punches or grinds the material that presses, forms, hammers, joins or moulds the material and combines, mixes, sorts, packages, assembles, knits or weaves the material. It also includes plant that lifts or moves people or materials, for example, conveyors, robots and pumps, pressure equipment, for example, boilers, air receivers, compressors, hydraulic hoses and cylinders, explosive powered tools, turbines and amusement structures. Now there is substantial regulation for working with moving plant but even so there remains a significant risk and a high number of workplace fatalities and injuries. In Australia in 2018 15% of workplace fatalities were associated with machinery, plant or powered equipment when workers were hit by a moving object. A further 9% of workers' compensation claims were related to coming into contact with fixed plant, powered equipment, tools and appliances. The long-term statistics indicate that over the past five years, the trend in fatality and injury numbers while working with moving plant continues to remain the same with little or no improvement. The injuries associated while working with moving plant or parts of plant commonly arise from the following outcomes. First of all, there's crushing, where a person could be crushed between one or more moving machine components, for example, between the ram and die of a press. Then there's shearing, where a person could get caught between two or more components moving past each other, for example, scissor action. We also have cutting or severing, where a person could contact sharp edges or rapidly moving components. Then there's entanglement, where a person could become entangled in a rotating or moving component, 
for example, a roller or conveyor. There's drawing in or trapping, where a person could be drawn in by a rotating or moving surface or surfaces, for example, between two in-running rollers or between one roller and a fixed surface. There is also impact, where a person could be struck by an object, either a controlled moving machine component or uncontrolled ejected material from a machine. There's stabbing or puncture, where a person could contact a sharp machine protuberance with either machine or person in motion. Friction or abrasion is another where a person could contact a rough surface with either the surface or person in motion. And then there's high pressure fluid injection and they refer to that as penetration of the skin or ejection where a person may be struck by hydraulic fluid, steam or air. So the injuries that can occur while working with moving plant or parts of plant are numerous and varied. To understand the hazards associated with working with moving plant, we need to understand kinetic and potential energy. Kinetic energy hazards involve things in motion and impact and are associated with the collision of objects in relative motion to each other. This includes the impact of objects moving toward each other, the impact of a moving object against a stationary object, falling objects, flying objects, and flying particles. Potential energy hazards include stored energy. This includes things that are under pressure, tension, or compression, or things that attract or repulse one another. Potential energy hazards involve things that are susceptible to sudden unexpected movement. This category includes hazards associated with gravity and pertains to potential falling objects or persons. Also, the forces of gravity transferred biomechanically to the human body during manual lifting. Now, there are several reasons why working with moving plant is highly hazardous and can lead to fatalities and injuries. This is because there are several contributory risk factors for the mechanical hazards associated with plant. Now some of these include things like shape, for example cutting elements, sharp edges, angular parts, even if they're stationary. Deburred sheet metal edges, smooth rather than rough surfaces and protruding parts that can catch clothing. Another thing to consider is the relative location, which can create crushing, shearing, entanglement zones where elements are moving. For example, the distance between in-running rollers for feeding material into a printing press and the accessibility by the press operator. Next is the stability against overturning, and this is kinetic energy. For example, suitable geometry of the base of the machine the weight distribution, vibration and external forces such as wind. Then there is the mass and stability, which is potential energy. This potential energy of elements that can move under the effect of gravity, for example, press ram or hoist platform, which is held above other components during the machine operation. And a good example of this is a crane. Then there's mass and velocity, which is once again kinetic energy. 
It is the kinetic energy of elements in controlled or uncontrolled motion. For example, from fast-moving lightweight components to slow-moving heavy components. Then there's the risk of acceleration and deceleration. Some components may accelerate quickly from the rest. Another risk factor is mechanical strength, which when inadequate can generate hazardous breakages or bursts. For example, grinder wheel disintegration or drive chain breakage or structural failure through loads and fatigue. And then there's potential energy of elastic elements or springs or liquids or gases under pressure or vacuum. For example, tyres under pressure, boilers, air receivers, hydraulic hoses, compressed air hoses and so on. Plant that is moving or in operation presents mechanical hazards when people interact with the machine. And this is another area that you need to understand. It's vital to understand where, when and how people are likely to interact with machines. You must consider all stages in the life cycle of people and machine interaction. For example, consider the machine construction, transportation, installation, commissioning, operation, maintenance, troubleshooting, cleaning, repair, decommissioning and removal. All of these times in the life cycle present hazards and risks of people and plant interaction. Now it's time to look at how you can control hazards when working with moving plant. The Australian Model Work Health and Safety Act requires organisations to work through the hierarchy of controls and use the highest level of control that is practicable to remove or reduce the risks associated with working with moving plant. Now the highest level of control is elimination to control plant hazards at the design stage. For example, designing a pop-out roller of the conveyor to eliminate pinching of the hand. If this is not reasonably practicable, the use of low speed, low pressure or low energy components may reduce risk from mechanical hazards. Also, you can use clever design to eliminate direct access to the machine hazards, for example, by enclosing the hazards within the body of the machine and by providing controls and machine adjustments away from the hazards. As well, you can reduce the exposure of maintenance personnel by positioning equipment so that they can be serviced and repaired without the need to access hazardous areas or operate the machine during setup or maintenance. Where eliminating the hazards when working with moving plant is not practicable, you can use engineering controls. And you can do that by preventing people from entering the zone where the damaging energy can be transferred to them. This may be by fixed guarding or by controlling the damaging energy when people need to enter the zone by using interlock guarding or presence sensing systems. For example, you might use a permanently fixed guard where access is not required or an interlock physical guard where access is required or a physical barrier that can only be altered or removed with tools with a fixed guard or interlock guard is not reasonably practical or alternatively a present sensing system where a fixed guard, interlock guard or physical barrier that can only be removed with tools is not reasonably practicable. As we move down the hierarchy of controls, there are times when you should use isolation controls. 
Isolation is usually required for major intervention access, such as maintenance work or clearing of major jams in the machine. In such cases, you must isolate energy sources and dissipate or contain all stored energy to prevent hazards from arising while personnel are in the hazard zone. Energy isolation is usually an integral part of a permit to work system, including lockout and tagout or lotto procedures. These controls make up the higher order of controls and should be used as far as reasonably practicable. The hazards when working with moving plant are very high and the potential severity of injuries is extreme. As such, you should focus your risk control efforts on good design and use guarding or machine controls wherever you can. But there will be a residual risk and while less reliable than higher level controls, administrative controls are essential to control plant related hazards. For example, testing and isolation, permit to work and lockout, tagout, lotto processes as well as information, instruction, training and supervision. Now while PPE is a requirement in many organisations, it generally doesn't provide protection against the kinetic energy of moving machine parts. Indeed, when there is an in-running movement of machine parts, the wearing of gloves can increase the risk of entrapment. However, the wearing of safety footwear and suitable clothing can assist in reducing the likely consequences of coming into contact when working with machinery or machine components. As a final piece to this podcast, it's time to look at the implications for health and safety professionals. All generalist health and safety professionals should have a basic understanding of the types of mechanical hazards associated with machinery and the typical risk controls to use. They should be able to recognise the potential for safeguarding systems to be defeated or compromised and be familiar with the means by which such actions can be eliminated or minimised. If working with moving plant occurs in their workplace, they should ensure that plant design and control systems, including procedures, are appropriately designed for the purpose of the machine. And finally, health and safety professionals should always consult with others who are familiar with the use of the plant. You have been listening to Dr. Suzanne Barn, CEO and co-founder of Tap Into Safety. If you would like to read more about this topic and other related topics, or to contact them for more information, please visit their website at www.tapintosafety.com.au. If you'd like to hear more of these podcasts, search for Tap Into Safety on iTunes or your favourite podcast provider. Until the next time, we hope you keep safe and well.